Next ayah. وَإِذَا لَقُلْ لَذِينَ آمَنُوا And when they meet those people who have believed. لَقُوا From the root letters, لَامْ قَافْيَ لَقِيَ لَقِيَ is to meet someone, to come across someone. So when the hypocrites meet the believers, when they come across them, what is their reaction? قَالُوا آمَنَّا They say, we believe. When they were told to believe earlier, they said, are you kidding? You want us to believe like the foolish people have believed? But when they actually come in front of the believers, what do they say? Amanna. We are believers. We are just like you. Amanna. Wa But when? Khalaw ila shayateenihim. When they're alone with their shayateen. Khalaw is from the root letters khalam wow. And khala is to be empty, to be alone. So khalaw ila when they're alone with. When they're alone with who? Shayateenihim. Shayateen is a plural of? Shaytan. Who is shaytan? What is he? Human or jinn? Not necessarily. In Surah An-Nas, what do we read? قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إِلَهِ النَّاسِ مِنْ شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ So shayateen are from among people as well as jinn. Doesn't mean that the shaytan human being is some weird kind of a human being. No. Shaytan is who? Shaytan is a rebellious creature. Someone who is rebellious to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is not obedient and very proud of disobeying. Openly disobeying Allah. Like being arrogant against Allah. Think about Iblis. What does he do? Does he not know the truth? He knows the truth. But very arrogantly he refuses to obey. Aba wastakbara. He refused and he was very arrogant. So this is what shaitan is. So remember that shaitan does not only refer to a jinn. It refers to who? Someone who is disobedient, rebellious, arrogant, not submissive. Which is why we see that the Prophet ﷺ, he also referred to a black dog as a shaitan as well. Doesn't mean that a black dog is a jinn. So every time you come across a black dog, you say, oh my God, jinn, jinn, jinn. No. A black dog was described as shaitan. Why? Because it's the most... You can say rebellious of dogs in the sense that in its nature, in the sense that whenever you come across a dog that's completely black, doesn't it give you some feeling of discomfort as opposed to a white dog? Isn't it? There's a difference. I remember our neighbors, they had a black dog once upon a time. And believe me, every time we pass by, that dog would just bark and bark and bark. It would never be quiet. You try to be nice to the dog? No. So this is why a black dog is described as shaitan. So, وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ Who are their shayateen? The shayateen of the hypocrites are their leaders. And why are they described as devils? Because they are disobedient. They are rebellious. They don't believe. They don't submit. They don't obey. So the hypocrites, when they come to the believers, they say, we have believed. But when they go to their leaders, قَالُوا They say, إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ We are with you. No, no, we are with you. But what about your saying to the believers, آمَنَّا They say, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ We were only mocking. We were only having fun. We were only joking. We weren't serious. إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ Plural of مُسْتَهْزِئُ هَذَيْ هَمْزَ إِسْتِهْزَاءُ Is to mock at someone. To laugh at them. To make someone the object of laughter. So إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ We were only laughing. At who? At the believers. That we said to them, آمَنَّا And they actually believed us. We told them we are believers and they actually believed us. We were only kidding. We are not actually believers. We are with you. So what do we see over here? That hypocrites are 
double-faced. When they go to the believers, they talk about the deen. They show their piety. When the adhan goes, they put the hijab on their head. Hmm? And very respectfully, they will talk about the deen. But when they go elsewhere, no, no, I'm not that religious. You know, you have to fit in. You have to be like the people. This is what they say. إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ I was just having fun. Allah says, Allahu يَسْتَهْزِئُ بِهِمْ Allah mocks at them. They mock at the believers. Allahu يَسْتَهْزِئُ بِهِمْ Allah mocks at them. وَيَمُدُّهُمْ فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ And He prolongs them in their transgression while they wander blindly. What does it mean by this that Allah mocks at them? That He lets them go astray. Basically we see that in the Qur'an, many times, you know, the evil action of people is mentioned. Like for example here, they're mocking. Mocking is something evil. It's not something good. Istihza is something very bad. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the exact same word hmm, that He is doing it against who? Against the evildoers. And the meaning is slightly different there. The word is the same, but the meaning is slightly different. Okay? How is it slightly different? That Allah yastahzi'u bihim, what it means is that Allah will punish them for their istihza. Allah will punish them for their mockery. Allah will not let them go. Allah will hold them accountable. He will punish them for their istihza. And how is it that He will punish them? In this dunya, in the hereafter. That they laugh at the believers, there will be a time when they will be laughed at. And this is something true. You may have experienced it yourself as well. That if somebody gets hurt and you laugh at them, you end up in the same situation and other people laugh at you. Or, Allahu yastahzi'u bihim, that Allah mocks at them, that just as they are deceiving the believers, Allah deceives them. In the sense that they think that they're being very clever. You know, when they go to believers, they say, we believe. And when they go to the disbelievers, they say, we are with you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lets them do whatever they want to. And in the hereafter, He will catch them and He will punish them. So it's as though they're being mocked at. You know when a person has done something wrong and you don't catch them, you don't catch them immediately, you let them do what they're doing, and you know what they're doing, and you have a good laugh in your heart that look at them, they're being so silly, they think I don't know, whereas actually I know. So Allahu yastahzi'u bihim. And in the hereafter, will be the great istihza against them. That we learn for example about the munafiqeen, that on the day of judgment, they will be told to enter paradise. The hypocrites will be told to enter paradise, and as they will come, the doors will be closed on their faces. Allahu yastahzi'u bihim. They mock at the believers, Allah mocks at them. He will punish them for their mockery. وَيَمُدُّهُمْ Yamuddu From the root letters mean dal dal. Madda yamuddu is to extend something. You know, to extend, for example, the rope. For example, you may have seen animals or dogs on a leash. And sometimes the owner is holding the leash very close to himself. And sometimes what happens? They let the dog go further and further by releasing the leash or by extending it so the dog can go farther. Isn't it so? So this is what madda yamuddu is, to give rope, to give freedom, to extend, to let the person do what they're doing and then catch them afterwards. So madda yamuddu, to extend, to give rope. So وَيَمُدُّهُمْ Meaning Allah lets them do what they're doing. فِي what are the actions of the hypocrites? Tughyan. What is Tughyan? Tughyan ya. Tughyan is to exceed the bounds, to be extremely disobedient, to be rebellious. Tughalma. Inna lamma tughalma. When the water overflew. 
when it exceeds its bounds. So the actions of the hypocrites, what are they? Rebellious. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lets them commit their tughiyan. يَمُدُّهُمْ فِي تُغِيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ They wander blindly. يَعْمَهُونَ From the root letters, عَيْن مِيمْهَا And عَمَه is dalal, misguidance. It is also understood as blindness, confusion. That when a person is misguided, he is blind to the truth, he doesn't see it, and he's confused about reality. That the most obvious thing comes before him, but he doesn't see it, he doesn't get it. So يَعْمَهُونَ They wander blindly. And when a person is wandering around blindly, he does not even see where he is going. Can he ever be rightly guided? Can he ever see the wrong steps that he is taking? Never. يَعْمَهُونَ What do we learn in these ayat? We learn about the lowliness of a hypocrite. That how coward is a hypocrite? In front of the believers, amanna. In front of the shayateen, we are with you. Why does a hypocrite do that? To the believers, we are believers. To the disbelievers, we are with you. Why does he do that? Because he is afraid. He doesn't have any confidence. He doesn't have any confidence, which is why he becomes just as the rest of the people are when he is with them. What do we think? Do in Rome as the Romans do. Become like the people. Don't have your own identity. Don't have your own ways. Just start imitating other people, just become like them. Who does this? A person who is a coward, who doesn't want to stand out, who's not firm about what he's doing. So a hypocrite is so afraid of the believers that he says, Amanna. And when he goes to the shayateen, إِنْتَ مَعَكُمْ Because he doesn't want to get into trouble. He doesn't want to suffer. He doesn't want to suffer and he wants to enjoy, you know, everywhere he goes. He wants to enjoy benefits from all sorts of people. Selfish. A coward, a liar, two-faced, deceitful. And this shows that a hypocrite is not sincere to anyone. He is not sincere to anyone. He is not sincere to his own people. He is not sincere to the believers either. I remember once I read a story about this person. He was in a particular country. He applied for work somewhere. And the boss had an interview with him. He called him for an interview and he asked him a number of questions. And he asked him, Are you a Muslim? The boss asked the person, Are you a Muslim? He said, Yeah, I am a Muslim. He said, Do you pray? So he was quite shocked. Why is he asking me about my prayer when he himself is not a Muslim? You know, a Muslim would be concerned about your prayer, isn't it? But him being a non-Muslim is asking him, Do you pray? And when he was asked that, Why are you asking me? He said that, I want to know whether this person is loyal to his Lord. If he is loyal, if he is honest with his Lord, he will be honest with me. But if he is dishonest to his God, he will be dishonest with me. You understand? So a person who has iman, he is confident and he is the one who is honest. And a hypocrite, he is dishonest to everyone. When a person is not honest with his Lord, then he is not honest with anybody. When a person does not have fear of Allah, when a person does not give the haqq of Allah, then he does not give the haqq of anybody. Like it is said, إِذَا لَمْ فَاصْنَعْ مَا شِئْتَ When you do not have any haya, then do whatever you wish. When a person does not have haya of Allah, he's not embarrassed of doing something wrong before Allah, when Allah is watching him, then he can do whatever he wants. So this is the quality of the hypocrite. He is not honest to anyone. Not honest to any person. He is selfish. Another thing that we learn from this ayah is that a hypocrite 
commits tughyan. And what is tughyan? As I told you, to exceed the limits. As believers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set certain limits for us. We're not allowed to do certain things. We have to stay within those bounds. Who stays within those bounds? A believer. Who steps out of those bounds? Someone who has hypocrisy in him. It does not suit a believer to exceed the bounds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for him. For example, of the limits, of the bounds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us is that we have to be respectful in our speech to the Prophet ﷺ. Obviously, this is relevant to who? The Sahaba. But obviously for us as well, when we are in the majlis of the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, then we should be respectful in the way that we talk about the Prophet ﷺ. And one of the instructions that the Sahaba were given was that they should not raise their voices in the presence of the Prophet ﷺ. And we see that the Sahaba were so careful. For example, we learned that once Abdullah ibn Zubayr, he said that a group of riders belonging to Bani Tamim came to the Prophet ﷺ. And Abu Bakr anhu, he said that appoint so-and-so as their leader. These people came. Abu Bakr anhu suggested that why don't you appoint this person from among them as their leader. Umar anhu said, no, appoint this other person as a leader. So there was a difference of opinion between who? Abu Bakr and Umar in the presence of the Prophet And there was a slight dispute between them. And both of them, they began to argue that their voices became louder in the presence of the Prophet and then the ayat were revealed of Surah Al-Hujurat, which command the believers to lower their voices. And when Abu Bakr and Umar anhu, when they found out about this, they started to speak very low in the presence of the Prophet They did not exceed the bounds anymore. And we have to think about it over here as well. That part of our responsibility is to respect our elders. Isn't it so? These are limits that Allah has set for us. We have to respect our elders, no matter who they are. No matter who they are. But sometimes, what do we do? We speak to them as if we're speaking to little children. We yell at them as if we're yelling at someone who has committed a a huge crime. Or we don't care about their needs as if they don't exist. As if they don't have any needs. Someone who is old, they need help. When they walk into a building, they need help with taking off their jacket, their shoes. They need help. They need to sit on a chair. But what happens sometimes? We're sitting on a chair so comfortably and they pass by us and we know they're looking for a chair and we pretend as if we haven't even seen them. Unfortunately, so many sisters have come to me from this class who are either elderly or they have some issue, you know, for example, a back problem and they have requested that please, we have to sit on the chair. We cannot sit on the floor. Elderly women, you know, who have some physical, some reason as to why they need to sit on a chair. But it's sad that we will sit on the chairs, on the desks, and we will not let them sit. This is disrespect to elders, you know that? A believer is careful. He is concerned. He is courteous. And a hypocrite, selfish, only concerned about himself. He doesn't care about the bounds of respect. Allah says, أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ اشْتَرَوُ الضَّلَالَةَ بِالْهُدَىٰ أُولَٰئِكَ Those people who, these hypocrites, they're الَّذِينَ those who اشترعوا الضلالة اشترعوا شين رايا اشترع is to purchase, to buy something. So these people, what have they purchased? What have they taken? الضلالة, misguidance. And what is the price that they have paid to get misguidance? بالهدى, guidance. اشترعوا الضلالة بالهدى اشترع is to purchase something. When you purchase something, you like it more than your money. Isn't it? You love your money. 
But when you find something that you really like, you don't mind spending $200 on it. You don't mind spending $300 on it. Why? Because you love that thing more than you love your money. So the hypocrite, اشترهوا الضلالة They have preferred misguidance. Over what? Guidance. Allah offered them huda. He sent the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He sent the Qur'an. But they preferred to remain in darkness. They took ضَلَالَة at the price of huda. Allah says, فَمَا رَبِحَتْ تِجَارَتُهُمْ فَمَا رَبِحَتْ رَبِحَتْ From the root letters, رَبَحَ ربح, Which is profit. To gain profit. And tijara, تَجِيمْرَ Tijara is trade. To buy and sell. When you buy and sell, why do you do that? To gain some profit. If you don't gain any profit from your buying and selling, from your trade, from your business, then your business is useless. Isn't it so? So Allah says, their tijara, their trade, their bargain, the bargain that they made, which bargain did they make? That they took misguidance and they gave guidance in its place. It did not bring them any profit. It did not bring them any benefit. فَمَا رَبِحَتْ تِجَارَتُهُمْ Their tijara has not brought them any profit. وَمَا كَانُوا مُهْتَدِينَ Nor are they rightly guided. They're not even rightly guided. Muhtadin is a plural of muhtad. هَذَا Same root as hidayah. So the hypocrites, they have made a very bad choice. And they're not rightly guided. They will suffer in the hereafter. What do we learn in this ayah? We learn that a person who goes for guidance, who chooses guidance, what Allah has commanded, then that person is going to be successful. And a person who leaves that, who prefers something else over what Allah has commanded, then that person is in loss. وَالْعَصْرِ إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسْرِ إِلَّا هُو الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَةِ وَتَوَاصَوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوا بِالصَّبْرِ Only such people are successful. The thing is that every single day, whatever we do, we are basically preparing for the Akhirah. Whatever we do, we are preparing through it for what? Our home in the hereafter. Now it's up to us. What do we do for our home in the hereafter? The hypocrites have made a very bad choice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us. The Prophet ﷺ said, everyone starts his day and is a vendor of his soul. It's as though every person is selling his soul every day. Either freeing it or bringing about its ruin. It's up to you. What you do in a day could either free you for eternity in Jannah or it could bring you to ruin. And it's with our actions. So we have to become very careful in the choices that we make. We listen to the recitation of these verses. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَن يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ Allahumma <laughs> 
وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسُ قَالُوا أَنُؤْمِنُ كَمَا آمَنَ السُّفَهَاءُ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ السُّفَهَاءُ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ الله يستهزئ بهم ويمدهم في طغيانهم يعمهون اولئك الذين اشتروا الضلاله بالهدى فما ربحت تجارتهم وما كانوا مهتدين Can I give you some homework? As you memorize your word to word as you do your homework you review your lesson I want you to make a list of the traits of a hypocrite. Alright? And this is not so that we look at other people, but so that we keep checking ourselves. Okay? I want you to bring that list tomorrow, and inshallah we will go over it. Every single one of you. Whatever you learn from the verses. Okay? Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, nashadu an la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk.